Oh, all right. So the purpose of tonight's recording is to do a part two of, you know, being back in America, which we're discussing the social and political um, climate that's current and heightened right now. And um, we have guest speaker tonight, Adrian Carter, I think. Hey. How you all doing? Hope you all had a great day. I heard some of y'all had an eventful day, but I thank you for having me. The program. <laughs> yes, yes. Good to have you here. We're glad to okay. have you on the show. Thank you. We uh, chose you, Adrian, because you know you do have a very um, you have a signature about yourself. You're you're someone who, you know, you're educated. You're a black man in America, of course, and um, you're you're very expressive. And is you're someone that I can me being able to communicate ideas like thoroughly but also you know um simply put you are um so you came to mind because of course we know you and you are of that caliber so pretty much complimenting you um, i appreciate it. <laughs> i think okay. we should also and talk about how we recently ma- uh, met adrian at the um adult <laughs> spelling bee that was another highlight at the beginning of this year. Oh my God. It was like one of my last highlights. <laughs> <laughs> Before pre-COVID-19. I should yeah. say. But that was that was an awesome event. And um, it was really good to get to know you from that event. And get to know what you're all about. And for those who don't know. The adult spelling bee. It, it is what it is. It's just. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a spelling bee. For adults, you know, you have different words from ratchet to PhD level words. And, you know, you did, you killed it that night. You did. I still think it was incorrectly judged, but that's, that's just me being biased. It it was rigged. Yes. On purpose, I think, for dramatic effect. So they robbed it from me, but it was definitely a fun event. Yes, it was. (laughs) Yeah. Can't wait for the next one. God, yes, I can't wait. Okay. Definitely. Okay, so we can do a quick, like, little recap of last night's conversation, which, um, any highlights for you guys last night regarding what we spoke about? Child, we talked about a lot. <laughs> we did, we did. Yeah, I think, I think we covered a lot. Um and it was great to have James on. Yeah, big brother. His side, and um, yeah, we we yeah we covered we covered a lot. I don't yeah, know. certainly did. Um, I would say one of the highlights for me is that we focus more so on these protests that are going. I know we're probably going to talk a little bit more about it tonight. Um, but we focus mm-hmm. about these protests and the media coverage, really how mm-hmm. they are covering us, um, the black mm-hmm. people, the people of color, what they what they are making us look like versus what's mm-hmm. really going on out there. And mm-hmm. the fact that we thank God we have social media now to capture these mm-hmm. things from, mm-hmm. you know, regular people's phones. And which is why we know about George Floyd's death. It's because it was recorded from somebody's phone. But if we didn't mm-hmm. have social media and the platform that we have today, yeah. imagine yeah. how many things we would be shielded from 
imagine yeah. how many things we wouldn't know about. There's still plenty that we don't know about. But I would say that, yeah. that that was one of the highlights for me was talking about yeah. the protests, how the media is covering us, and the fact yeah. that we have social media to capture so much more of what the media will not show us. I agree. I definitely agree. I love the the thoroughness that my um, brother, um, when he shared uh, personal experiences, with being profiled by the police and just I mean yeah you 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 know about it you see it on tv you see it in movies you see it in media you hear your homies or your cousins talk about it but it's like just hearing him like discuss that those experience like he has recall like it was yesterday and this happened like 15 years ago to him so it 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 really did highlight you know, okay, remember the last one that he spoke about where he says they come up to him, even though they were not aggressive this time, but he immediately was like, oh my gosh, not again. He's like, even though their approach this time to him wasn't like the others where they're like, who are you? And you know what I mean? And whatever. He's like, it's so that to me correlated with trauma. Like he was <laughs> like, in a, like, you know, in a way, uh, like the way he responded to being approached again by the police, even though they were in a nonviolent manner. It's just like feeling like that feeling that I'm about to be harassed mm -hmm. and I'm not bothering mm -hmm. anybody whatsoever. I'm literally just sitting in my car. So it's just. Do you get that feeling, Adrian? Yeah. Of feeling scared? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm very, um, I mean, truth is, I'm very, I, <laughs> probably more so than I'm willing to acknowledge. Mm, okay. You know, just to give it a hundred. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably, I'm very um, touch and go when it comes to, when it comes to police and, 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 and having interaction with them, mm -hmm. certain, especially when I'm driving, right? Mostly mm -hmm. when I'm driving, because I've realized like um, when, they use, so what I understand from um, <clears throat> law enforcement is they use something wrong with your headlight, um, something, your tag. All of those are probable cause hmm. to pull you over, right? Yeah. But when they pull you over, it's, it's really not about the tag. Mm. They're pulling you over to see if there's more that's going on. Mm -hmm. if you're possible, you got warrants, if you're a possible suspect in a situation, wow. um, if you're wanted, right? So that's that's why things begin to escalate so quickly with them. Because it's not it's not about the tag. It's about mm -hmm. trying to see if they can if there's more to you. And of mm -hmm. course, with the perception of black people, black men, mm -hmm. it is already a heightened situation. It's almost like you're already I saw a post today, um, which I'm quite mm -hmm. sure has been out, but it, it said that it's when when you, when they weaponize your color, mm -hmm. uh, you can never be mm -hmm. disarmed, right? So right. Just the fact that you're black is makes mm -hmm. you is a is contempt already for guilt mm -hmm. for potential of of criminal activity. You're mm -hmm. you're already high on the list. And the irony about all of that is, time and time again, statistically, it is proven 
use drugs, for example. White people mm-hmm. um, indulge in drugs more than black people. Mm-hmm. And, and you, and I've heard enough stories where someone is, the police pulls people, you know, pull people over, want to shake a black person down, and, yeah. and the white boy right next to them with the black, with the book bag on is the one carrying the drugs. Yeah. All and, of them. All of them. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it's, it's, I think our times are currently scary, if you will. But um, but I think all of this is also righteous indignation. So I'm I'm with it. Hmm. Okay. Okay. What changes do you feel? Let's say let's say on a state level or more local government level, do you think needs to take place? Like more than more so than national, because what we what we discussed last night, it needs to start on a local government level. Yeah, I mean, po- okay, politics is always local. Yes, and and but here's here's the thing though. Here's the thing that is wrong with our society. One mm. of the many things that's wrong with it. Um, and even before I say that, let me back up. One, the solution <laughs> that our society, local, state, national, global needs is going to be a multi-pronged solution. It's not mm-hmm. just one mm-hmm. silver bullet. The problem with our society, at the, philosophically speaking, is we tend to put more emphasis on the things that we say are less important. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then we try to tell people to put emphasis on things that are more important, but mm-hmm. the imagery and the attention is placed on what we say is less important. So it sends a missed message. For example, we'll tell kids how academics is important mm-hmm. and going to school, getting your education. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. But you know who we celebrate every Sunday? Every, every Sunday we celebrate the National Football League. Mm. Every Thursday, Friday night, we celebrate high school football. Mm-hmm. Every Saturday, we celebrate everywhere. Yeah. We celebrate mm-hmm. college football. Yes. So football is everywhere. When and 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 here is the here is mm-hmm. to me the the injury. You know, add salt to injury. At the moment, you have uh, when when seniors are graduating, you have senior signing day, and they're mm-hmm. not signing because they got a scholarship to MIT or they got a full academic. They're signing to go to college on a football scholarship. Yeah. So yes. you, so what? So what's the message? So my point here is we'll talk about how how important education is, but yet we seem to put all the emphasis on athletics. Right? I agree. You see love the <laughs> say that again. Adrian, thank you. Because that's provoking a thought that I'm to I, I'm gonna admit I never really thought about. Like and it's all facts. Like Yeah. So but facts. but that, that's systemic, that is systemic throughout our system. So many parts of our system has this emphasis on what is on what we deem to be less important, mm. and we put less importance on less emphasis on what we say is more important, mm. and that is such a conflicting message. So, yeah. so that leads to and, and, uh, what do we need to do locally? Well, who's moving? The problem with politics is we put a lot yeah. of emphasis on national politics. Mm-hmm. When it's time to vote for the president, it is the biggest ordeal in the United mm-hmm. States of America. Mm-hmm. We don't even get, you don't even see on your television who's running for mayor for your city. Nope. 
That doesn't get televised. You don't even see who your councilmen are. Now, you might get a newsletter in the mail, but you don't get a newsletter about the president. My point is there is so much emphasis that is that that it on the on the presidential race that it drowns out every other race. Mm-hmm. Maybe the gubernatorial gubernatorial race is also important, but there is so much emphasis. So my point my point in saying all of that is our local politics is much more important and relevant than the presidential. Absolutely. I agree. Right? I agree. I, agree. I you, concur. Who you vote for for your city commissioner and for your mayor, right? And for your school board members, and um, and for your police chief, and for mm-hmm. your um, and for and, and and even at the state level, one of the most important positions you could vote for is who's going to be your state prosecutor. Absolutely, right. So, but you don't get the emphasis that relates to the people. This is where the importance is, and in order for. So yes, local politics, getting involved in local politics is most important, but I also think the societal issue of the presentation of how important it is also has to change for people to get a better understanding of how relevant it is to do things locally. So my my point in saying all of that is, in order for us to talk about local solutions, part of that local solution is to put an emphasis on the importance of local being politics Mm -hmm. and the longer lasting impact that it has. Mm. Wow. Kudos. Yeah. Nah, listen, I'm, go on ahead and snap. I'm going to take a drink to that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually pouring me a drink. You are educating. Night, baby. Yeah, I'll do the same me a glass or something because, you know. Oh, oh, oh wait. Come on, wait. wait. Tell him well, how you say you were going to have your cocktail. Yeah, yeah you know, y'all. What y'all got for a brother to drink? That's I thought our... I was going to get a bottle in the mail or something. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only. That's the only real, uh, real rule we have with cocktails with here. You gotta, you know, have a drink with us. You have to have I'm a cocktail with us. I'm having a cocktail. I'm a, awesome. I'm, a pour, what you I'm drinking I'm water. Cause I, I, it's okay. We're gonna, we're gonna put really? this wine. Jesus turned water into wine. Amen. Amen. What we call Bailey's wine then? Wow, Bailey's wine. (laughs) Okay, so so Adrian, I have a question. Because you have boys, so have you had the conversation with them about, I guess, being a black boy? In America, um, how they're seen, how to act. I mean, I don't even know if you if they're old enough. I don't know to have like the police conversation with them. Um, yeah, like yeah. Have you have you delved into that topic with them? Have they asked any questions about anything? You know, actually, I um I haven't. Mm-hmm. So with with all of what's going on, um, I I have a seven year old. And a nine, uh, 11 year old. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. And my daughter is not. Hmm. And at, at the current moment, um, I gave thought to it like, okay, should I have this conversation? Should I? Um, what I'm waiting, what I, what I want to do is I want to see if this, how this plays out 
um, because so far I can say that my boys have been relatively protected. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They, okay. They've been relatively sheltered and mm-hmm. on purpose. Um, like, so I'm not playing the news around them. Mm. Um, and it's not that I don't want them to know what's going on in the world, but what I also don't want them to develop is a fear mm. in, in mm. light of the amount of noise that is going on around the situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, I, I, for me personally, I, I'm coming from my parents' house and I asked my mother, I was like, I'm, I was like, mom, can, can we turn the TV down? Cause it, it, they keep, <laughs> they keep that on CNN Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's just one person after the other and after the other and and I'm hearing this and Crump spoke and uh, it's always bad news this and that person and and at one time um, (laughs) Mm. at one time I teared (laughs) up right at one time I was like it was it was I, I teared up because the information is so overwhelming and, yeah. and what happened to to Floyd is so heartbreaking. Wow. Um, so I, I think I think mm-hmm. there's only at least for me personally, there's so much of that information I can take, right? And process for myself. And I mm. so I'm 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 a little bit leery about inserting my children in that space mm. and trying to get them at eleven and seven to process this. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so far, their experiences at eleven, you know, and seven has been okay. Um, now, if I see that our our world continues to move in this direction and these changes. That are that I, I that I believe are are coming are not necessarily made, um, and then my son starts reaching, um, you know, he's going into sixth grade. But when we start talking eighth grade and mm. high school, bro, we having a serious conversation. Let me tell you something, because because now because now you're looking at being fifteen and sixteen, yes. and they're gonna treat you like that. right. Um, Mm-hmm. And 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 then I could pull on all of those resources, but in the meantime, you know, I have I have two little nerdy boys, so mm-hmm. they just you want to protect their innocence, right? Yes. Yeah. Wow. I like that. Wow. For now, at least. Gonna... For now. Yeah. What about your daughter? Has she asked? Not well. Clearly, you probably haven't had the conversation with her as well. But has she asked about anything or noticed, heard, um, seen any clippings? Um, no, it's not come up. Um, and I co-parent with their mother, okay. so I'm not entirely sure if if she's having um a different conversation with mm-hmm. them. And you know, now that you're bringing it up. That's probably a conversation to have with her to find out, hey, what's your communication? With them, yes. Um, yeah, with them so we could be on the same page mm-hmm, about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I so, agree, because that was gonna be no, my question. Yeah, yeah. So my but you know, but for the time being, it's I'm not aware of, you know, it being something that's present. Like right now in my house, um this um this summer is dubbed in my house as um plan for your future. Okay. My daughter's mm-hmm. nine. She's working on her business. Um, her business. My son. Her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her 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 clothing line is called Aveline Couture. Um, <gasps> place. Oh my girls. I gotta go support. Yeah, so we're gonna get, we're looking at drop shipping locations, working on the logo. 
Okay. Uh, my son wants to do engineering stuff, so he's going to be researching and identifying things that that supports engineering. Mm-hmm. My youngest wants to draw, so um, I'm I have a computer with a software and a drawing pad, and so I'm going to have mm-hmm. him learning how to do that and and to perfect that skill set. So oh, I'm amazing. so at least for the time being, you know, my goal is to just is to shelter them, and I don't say that ignorantly or blindly, right? I, I say that in a very calculated way where until I feel that they're going to need this information, Mm -hmm. um, I keep them this way, you know. Okay. Wow. Are you, here's a question for you, Adrian. So if let's say, I know due to COVID-19, the schools are closed, they're pretty much shielded um, all around. Um, my question is, if they happen to stumble on this information from wherever and they approach you with questions, do you feel that you are prepared to have that conversation with them right now? Just should they ask, like, about anything, period? Yeah, we could definitely have that conversation. Because it, it, if it comes up, I'm prepared to have the conversation and and. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's wisdom in having the conversation. Mm-hmm. Of course, you got to know your kids. And, you know, with, with my kids being the way they are, um, my, my, believe it or not, um, my oldest is, is he'll, I could see my oldest being like, uh, okay, all right. And then he runs and goes off someplace. Okay. My, <laughs> my youngest, yes. though, my youngest is going to want to, He's he'll ask questions. Well, why did they kill him? Well, why would they do something like that? Well, that wasn't very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can see my daughter also having a line of questioning. Okay. Um, so, but again, I'm dealing at that level. I'm dealing with a nine-year-old and a seven-year-old, mm-hmm. right? And I reemphasize their age because there's only but so much information that they're able to process, mm-hmm. right? So. I'm, I'm I'm open to having a conversation, but um, but I'm also open it open to having it at the level of a seven year old and a nine year old. I, I I again I reemphasize that because you know I'm not talking about a seventeen year old son that I'm mm-hmm. not having this conversation. To me, that would be ludicrous. Right. I'm talking about a seven year old. Okay. Um, I actually have a question for Sherry. Sherry, you have oh, hey, you have a son. <laughs> Um, have you had the conversation or, you know, cause he's very inquisitive. Yes, he is. <laughs> um, I, I've had conversations with him in regards to just, um, okay. I've had conversations with him because like I, we, I said on the episode previously, um, he saw, I think it was, I think it was Philando's. Uh, being shot, Philando oh. being shot mm-hmm. on the news one day because my mom had it on CNN. Yeah, here we go, <laughs> and, <laughs> and um, it was it was the nighttime. He was getting ready for bed. He was like three or four, and he asked, and you know, he asked me the question, and I had to explain. He asked me if the police were going to shoot him too, or if he was going to shoot like Uncle Ryan, which is my younger brother. Um. Because, you know, so I had to 
fight the tears that were mm-hmm. in my eyes because my mom, my mother and I were both shocked. So I had to, you know, I had to kind of gather my emotions and just kind of explain in a in a way for him to understand because I don't want him to, I don't want him to fear yeah. the police because when you have yeah. fear, you're you your reactions yeah. are a little bit heightened and your emotions are heightened. So you might react in a way that's not necessarily the best or more favorable yeah. for the situation. So I don't want him to fear the police, but I want him to, I, you know, as he gets older, I want him to be aware of who he is because he is different. Like I said previously, I don't want that difference to make him feel as mm-hmm. if he's inferior. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So for him now being six, He's the only black child on the block. There's uh what uh 16 mm-hmm. houses on my block. And out of those 16 houses, there's five houses with children yeah. that are in his age range, five to ten. Um, he's the only black one. Everybody mm-hmm. else is Hispanic. So although they all they all literally the same color, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but you know just kind of reminding him hey you know you you gotta act this way you know I don't want you go just more so home training than putting it in the sense that you know you're black and they're Hispanic so if anything happens they're gonna blame you so just training him to Mm. just be on his best behavior Mm. has been my discussion with him I think he's too young for me I think that he's too young to have the black kid in America mm-hmm. conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, but then on the same token, I know that he goes to predominantly mm-hmm. white school. And I know that black kids are picked yeah. on and ostracized yeah. in the classroom, even though they're exhibiting the same behavior. And I mean, Adrian, you're you're yeah. an educator. So maybe speak on that too. Um, and I know that it occurs, especially if they have a non-black yeah. teacher. Luckily for me, his kindergarten teacher, he was a Caucasian male, but he was A1. Uh-huh. Everybody got it. <laughs> everybody got the same. Everybody mm-hmm. got the same treatment. And I can attest to that because I saw it, you know, Dylan would tell me stories and everything like that. But I think that for me, he's a little too young to have that type of conversation. But I yeah. also feel that I have to remind him just about his behavior and to remember his manners and just just I don't want him to I don't want to instill fear in him but I also need to make sure he's aware of who he is understood at the same time just standard behavior that's just standard home training And and for me I think it's difficult I think for me, it's difficult because I'm a woman. And so the perspective, I think my perspective might be, is is different it had it versus like my oh, brother's yeah. telling him mm. that conversation. Because I'm a woman, I am not going to experience necessarily what they experience in the street yes. as he gets older. Got you see it. what I'm saying? So I could be a little bit skewed, but I also need to tell him the truth as he gets older um tell him the truth but i do believe that it will be received different if it comes from a black man versus me because i'm also yes. mom and i'm covered yeah. you see what i'm saying got it 
Also, Adrian, question as an educator, um, in the classroom, um, do you bring these topics up? Like if it's making news or do you wait until one of your, you know, students asks you about it? Do you discuss this with the parents? Like you don't know if the parents are okay with having these conversations. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. How, how do you go about that? Yeah. I've, I've, um, um, in past comp in past situations dealing with what's happened with just mm -hmm. you know you can go back uh Philando Castile or Trayvon or mm -hmm. any any of the names that we can name those conversations um mm -hmm. are are matters that I that I will bring up in the in the in the classroom on my own you know oh, okay. um, right the situations that's been going on how do you all feel what's going on is everybody okay uh now mm -hmm. It's it's unfortunate, I'm going to say, that the school year has ended with us not being in the classroom mm -hmm. and this situation is going on. Mm -hmm. The concern yeah. that I have and, and other some other educators share is that who do our students have to turn to mm -hmm. to console, to be able to share? Um, because mm -hmm. at least in the classroom, you, you know, for for the average teacher... Um, being a mm -hmm. being an effective teacher, they are creating an environment that allows students to be able to speak, discuss. Um, the school I teach at is very big on social emotional learning. Mm. Good. Um, we are mm. always talking about how can we um, help the kids um, have a space to express themselves and to mm -hmm. and to feel safe. So those type of things are are very relevant for um for us as a as a school so yeah i don't have a problem bringing those topic up those topics up and and one of the things that i've always i've also done is i'm very big on telling my students especially my black boys is part of uh -huh. the challenge that you're confronted with is you don't know how to follow directions mm. And I've raised mm. that as an issue in the classroom and I've gotten in their face about that because part of what I've observed is, is a challenge with us in that space is that um, you're, you know, cops gives instructions and those instructions are not right. listened to and, and it one. gives them room, right, for them mm -hmm. to escalate something. And yeah. I, I even told them... Um, the movie that that um came out, the hate they give, yes, uh, or the hate you give, and how um I I didn't see the movie right, but the I, and the reason why I didn't see the movie mm. because I'm like man, listen, um and I've had this conversation with my, with my kids, even in the trailer, there's a part where the officer tells him to put his hand on the hood of the car, and he moves his hand and he puts his hand in the car to grab the truck. <laughs> And at that moment, I think they grabbed the weapon and he shot. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not doing this again, right? I'm, uh -huh. I'm not going to go to the theater to have and to be angry, right? And be angry. Again. But part of what, but part of the lesson I was trying to teach them was, but you got to look though. He's not following directions, right? And following directions can save your life. So those are the kind of conversations that I've had with my students. I don't have a problem bringing them up at all. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow, wow, wow. Hmm. Do you find do you find it um 
Mm. Okay. Do you find it difficult or more welcoming to have these conversations amongst your peers at work? Like if this happened at work, if this happened while the school year was yeah. still regular, oh. <laughs> um, are you, would you be able to have these type of conversations with your peers just in case you know, the students bring it up or, you know, help them to figure out how to address it, how to how to steer the conversation, um, direct them to who the students can talk to, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, we, we, um, again, the culture of our school is very welcoming to that. And so my school is predominantly Black. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it is a Title I school. We have of students whose scores are not Mm. Um, are not at grade level. So we do a lot to, that's why, again, the social emotional component of the, of the teaching and learning process is, is, is very important for us. So we, we, we talk about it as a staff. Um, we, we address okay. things as a staff. We bring it up. Our, our, our principles ride or die. Um, so, so yeah, we, we have a, an environment that supports all of that. Okay, that's awesome. Do you think it's because you're at a predominantly black school? Definitely. Okay. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I agree. Like, what if it was different and it was predominantly white? Child, it'd be like, uh uh, we can't talk about that. And, you know, I can't most accurately answer the question right because in reality i don't know right because i don't because i'm i'm in a position where i don't have to compare mm. right i've not yeah. worked i've only worked at this one school so i'm i'm fortunate in that i don't have an experience oh yeah i've been at another school and oh man you can bring that up um but yeah so but I, do I think it being a predominantly black school make a difference absolutely but i mean it goes back to know your audience if if, mm-hmm. if you're teaching that population of students and you're not willing to address what's impacting Those. them as a community, then you need to get the hell out of the school system. Mm. What? You. <laughs> that don't make sense. I agree. Yeah. You, you're not in this for the real no, reason. Um, that makes no sense. Yeah. So, you know, there is the, you know, the idea there's quite a few, you know, discussions going on uh, on social media, right? But there's a lot of discussions. But, you know, like yesterday was the blackout. Mm-hmm. Um, blackout Tuesday. And it was to pretty much what? Take a vow of not silence, but to just only focus on the Black issues, Black Lives Matter, Black community. Mm-hmm. Only post about that, only discuss that, you know. I think initially um, Blackout Day was supposed to be like regarding the music industry. It was the music industry and the businesses. Okay. And the businesses. Like just for one day, don't economically do anything really, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, So I love the fact that there is a lot of lists going around regarding um, Black-owned businesses and then lists you know, indicating what corporations are, you know, supporting Trump. Um, 
how do you guys feel about this right now regarding, you know, where, you know, there's like a second or third wave of discussing supporting um, black owned businesses. This is like, this is the most recent wave mm-hmm. of it, but you know, there's been other times where it was like a big discussion, yes. right? And then next thing you know, no one's talking about it anymore and everyone's back, back to, to posting. They're back to normal and they're back to doing the same old thing that they back, were doing yeah, before all of this. Yeah. So, Chanel purse on the plane. Actually, my timeline is not like that. Mm-hmm. My timeline is both. Uh-huh. Like people are still posting about, you know, people are making lists of black-owned restaurants that we can patron and posting in their stories of, of you, black-owned businesses, you think that that's for products, now? and what I mean makeup. by now is it is it gonna die down um, after a month or two? I think uh-huh. the intensity of okay. it is because we're trying to, I think because it's trying to yeah. be pushed, but I think it also really depends on who you have on your timeline because this stuff yeah. is constant for me based on who I follow and the algorithm, the way, you know, Facebook's algorithm or the in- Instagram, whoever the algorithm is, but the intensity of it all is what we're seeing at the same time so people are not going to continuously all day every day just post blm or post you know products and stuff like that from black owned companies but i think that it will continue and there'll be a lot there'll be a little bit more longevity with it because of the fact that i think people are realizing that you know what i don't know i don't know if it really I'm not too sure what it is. I think George, unfortunately, may have been the straw that broke the camel's back. I'm not too sure. But it just kind of seems that now Mm -hmm. it does feel different that people are really trying to unite and build back Black Wall Street in whatever capacity they can in their cities. To me, this feels different. It doesn't feel like it did before, like with the other times that we've done. Um, Yeah, we're tired. Okay, so I'll say... I'll say this about Blackout Tuesday because my fingers, they were on overtime yesterday <laughs> tagging and uh, tagging everything. <laughs> but yeah, I'll, I'll say this about Blackout Tuesday. The whole point of it um, is to not not so much be silent, but to bring awareness. You bring awareness to those black businesses. You bring awareness to what's going on. You bring awareness to everything around you. Um, however, like I had this discussion earlier today on a post in a group, and someone posted mm-hmm. in the group, "Well, fashion." Th- the whole post was just, "Well, Fashion Nova is not." Oh, a dude. Well, Fashion Nova is not black owned. I don't know if he was trying to be funny or what the point was. Whatever. Yeah. Stupid, right? Stupid. My my rebuttal to that was well, neither is Amazon. (laughs) And if you think about it, neither is Nike, neither is Puma, neither is a lot of these brands that everybody wears, these, these labels that everybody wears. But it's not to, and and I, again, I don't know if he was being funny, but it seemed like he was addressing the Black women who shop Fashion Nova. 
And right after my rebuttal, I gave like a long, you know, paragraph as to why people shop the way that they shop. Just because we're bringing awareness to one set of businesses or a group of businesses does not mean completely change your whole lifestyle. There was a point where with makeup, the only shade I could find at that time was in Mary Kay. But this was before the Fenty. This was before I discovered Juvia's Place. So if you're telling mm-hmm. me something like, well, Fashion Nova mm-hmm. is not Black-owned, but you don't have a suggestion behind it as to where I can yeah. shop for clothes that'll fit me, yeah. then you're, you're throwing yeah. an empty dart. You're throwing an empty dart out there. You there you go, baby. And it's not let I I don't like when people try to tell other people how to live their lifestyle because 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 of COVID and because we've all been in quarantine we've had to use these businesses such as Amazon to get things delivered Instacart for our groceries are they necessarily black owned no but the point of Blackout <coughs> Tuesday yes it was to put more light on those black owned businesses and to shop and to and to to like post share whatever and trust me i'm overwhelmed with some of my pages that weren't even active but they're now active because i was tagging and liking and sharing that's the point of it all to bring Mm -hmm. awareness but it doesn't mean discredit Mm -hmm. somebody else or it doesn't mean tell somebody else how to live their lifestyle we can all eat at the table we can all have our own table. We can all eat, period. But don't mm-hmm. tell nobody else how to live their life and what to do. Yeah, do what's girl. essential for you. Just but I'm so glad that it was it able to highlight some of these businesses and to get them going and to, you know, put them on the spotlight. It, it, that's the ultimate goal. We don't need to lose focus on on what the actual issue is. Once we, mm-hmm. Once mm-hmm. we have the same common denominator, the same common goal, then you're good. That's yeah. how I feel about it. So Blackout Tuesday was a success, even though some of us didn't know about it until yeah. that early Tuesday morning. And yeah. some people were trying to say, well, it was it's a distraction. How? It still was a it, how could it was a powerful that? movement. It moved everybody. A distraction of one because it also happened to be the same day as the primaries, like specifically in the DMV areas and Philadelphia and some other yeah. states. So some people mm-hmm. were like, "Well, don't be distracted because y- you have to go out and vote. You can do both." Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with doing both? <laughs> I was still, I was still all for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, correct me if I'm wrong. No, girl, get on. And then when the, yeah, next, one, when the next one happens, I'm a participate in that right. too. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Everything ain't a distraction, is what I'm trying to say. I had something to say, but Tutu just took me out of bounds. Let's be for real, though. These conspiracy theories, everything is not a distraction. Yeah. 
I think the only thing, the only thing that was like, oh. um, I think I talked previously, but the only thing was just the correction of what the blackout was mm-hmm. initially being misconstrued as, which was silencing, and that's mm-hmm. not what it was. And I think people re- caught up on it quickly that it wasn't a silencing by you posting the black screen. It was literally just a blackout the day yes. with black. Stop. everything everything black everything has to do with black people the protesting the the whichever products businesses links podcasts people to resources organizations to follow everything it was just a flood the timeline that was amazing with um all things related to black people um but i Mm-hmm. Me too, girl. On, on the podcast, mm-hmm. on both the podcasts, we did good. The podcast, my personal page, my professional all page. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like. I was winning over there. <laughs> I was winning over there, but you know, it's. I think I don't know. Child, May May oh, has child. just been one tumultuous. No. 2020 has just been a tumultuous year, and I, I, I. I just want to make it to 2021. <laughs> I just want to make it to 2021. And but I but I do hope, I really do hope and pray, and I'm really praying about it, that you know, black people, we have been so divided, yeah. and it has to do with slavery, it has to do with being pitted against each other. Black men, black yeah. women, light skin, chocolate uh, skin, mocha skin, whoever skin. Um, you know, whether you're born mm-hmm. in America or you're born in mm-hmm. Jamaica or you're from Tutu, born in Nigeria, she's literally what an African American is, and yet she comes to America and Pretty is shunned because she's from Africa. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that type of stuff has to stop. And I, you know, I've talked about it before growing up in an immigrant yeah. household where you know you not particularly my parents but just the jamaican culture caribbean culture the way that um black americans are being are talked about in in conversation mm-hmm. you automatically yeah. grow up as if you are superior because of the things that you hear not realizing that when you go yeah. outside yeah. brethren all yeah. on the block we're all black we're all, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're all black they don't care they don't see mm-hmm. the fact that i'm jamaican they don't see that people's Nigerian, so they're gonna give us give us, you know, a blight. No, they see that we're black. We're getting pulled over yes. the same way. That's why. That's why what Trina said today pissed oh me off God. because she had the audacity to say that. Oh, if she gets pulled over, she has her registration and her license. Huh. Broad. Everybody yeah. has registration and license. Sometimes too. they don't make, get to get to it because they get shot. You don't even yeah. get to pull it out sometimes. Before they think you're reaching for something and you get I don't shot get, up. I, I don't, I, she's the last, I don't, not last that I was, I was going to say last. <laughs> but, she, you know, I hate to bring it up, but it was, it was a moment. No, no, She, she, I was, it was so, it was absolutely piss poor. Yeah. It was absolutely so ignorant. And 
and it was a poor choice of hers. Now, I'm not necessarily, I didn't advocate to cancel her per se, but I do believe that it's a lesson. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not music where you feel like you can say what yeah. you want to say and everything's going to be all right. You're on a platform and you're representing right. a community of people who really put you, to, put you yeah. where you are. And for you to lump everybody together and call them animals and say that is as if they mm-hmm. got released out of the zoo because your friend's store okay. got looted. I'm sorry your friend's store got mm-hmm. looted, but if she's in Bayside, I'm pretty sure she yeah. got insurance. She'll be out. She'll be okay. She'll be okay. So, she will be fine. Um, do I agree with the looting and the rioting? No, but unfortunately, like I've said before, this is at, this is like a like it's like a toxic relationship, and the rioting is and the looting is is equivalent to when one person has been trying to tell another tell their partner about all of the complaints mm-hmm. and the concerns that they've had in a relationship, and now this is their last resort. So now they just tear yeah. up place. Now you hear them. Now. You have no choice but to pay attention because they didn't tore up your house. Yeah. You I see what I'm saying? So it's just like you you being on the platform that you're in, that you're on, that the people that you are talking yeah. to put you there, and then for you to call them animals, not only that, you lumped everybody together as if that's what everybody was out yeah. there doing. And she was very dismissive about the whole it, thing yeah she was yeah trying, i feel she like trying to have a conversation just got a lot of personal issues a lot of things that has happened to her in her life she needs to she heal has, from that. a lot of she needs therapy she needs counseling yeah. and she needs to heal from mm-hmm. that because to me it seemed like she was trying to compare mm-hmm what happened to her brother and you know and her friend and in her personal life to what is going on in society and you can't do that it's not the same thing no matter how much you try you can't you cannot do that mm-hmm. yeah that was disappointing adrian did you happen to hear the um the interview with her from the morning show how do you feel about what she said? Well, I'm, I'm, I've always been critical of the trick and treat in the show. Okay. Um, and oh, um, I don't listen to I them, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't listen to them either. I, don't yeah. I reposted um, what I said about them um, again back uh, on my page today. Okay. I, I think, mm-hmm. I don't know, it may have been November, whenever I, I wrote a, I just wrote a, a piece on and shared on Facebook where I, I mentioned that I'm concerned that they do not have the intellectual capacity to manage the platform. Now, what, what that means is um, when you compare it to what's going on in radio for black people mm-hmm. is you we are in one of the most heightened times of black intellectualism mm-hmm. um, you have Charlemagne the God yeah. uh, you have the breakfast club you have um, you have mm-hmm. uh, Ricky Smiley if you've ever listened mm-hmm. to the Ricky if you've ever listened to Ricky Smiley, Ricky Smiley. He is, he's extre- exceptionally well versed in politics Mm-hmm. Um, as he is, 
as he is mm-hmm. a comedian That's who and, I listen and, to. and has all of the buffoonery stuff that he does. Right? Yeah, he you does. Someone who, right? So, so yes, you're going to get your comic relief, mm-hmm. but you're also going to get knowledge. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, um, you have knowledge. Um, mm-hmm. You have Tom Joyner and his show. I know Ricky Smiley took over, but you still yeah. have Tom mm-hmm. and I his show. Tom right? Joyner. Had it. And you have, but you and and with his show, you have yeah. again. There is a sh- there is a show of of intellectualism, of very be- of knowledge, of being aware and up on what's going on. Yeah. So when you come to the Trick and Trina show, I I'm I get a couple aspects of it. I get one that um they're new and they need to grow. Mm-hmm. I get that. Mm-hmm. But I'm. But I also am very concerned that they're throwing out there and in mm-hmm. this format of radio that is so highly intelligent mm-hmm. and that that's holding conversations that's very impactful to our to our culture mm-hmm. and our plight. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, here comes the revolution. Mm-hmm. And and this is what you're saying, Trina. <laughs> the, the revolution will not be televised, but a damn show a lot of it is on TV right now. Right. And and this is what you're saying, <laughs> Sister. What are you talking about? Right. This ain't this ain't the. What are you? you had so here. it became the trash. Go ahead and say it. It became disturbing to hear it because mm-hmm. now, oh, wait, hold up. What are you talking about? Mm. How can this be what you're saying Mm-mm. in a time like this? Right. When, in a time of, of, of where our people are faced with this situation. Now, I, I hear two sides to the story. I heard a trainer, as, as you mentioned, too, is that she's hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Mm-hmm. And I do understand where she's coming from. At least I try to take the position as a as a um, conflict resolution practitioner that mm-hmm. I understand both sides. And what I heard Trina saying is, "Loss is loss." Uh huh. Right. Um, okay. Lost her brother, and yeah. she said, "Hey, mm-hmm. you know, uh, basically, you know, where there was no marching stamp, you know, stomping of the yard when I lost my brother." Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what you do, mm-hmm. how much property you tear up, nothing's going to bring them back. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't see a world that responded mm-hmm. to my mm-hmm. loss the same way. And, and no matter how it's derived, whether it's a car accident, murder, it, you got to deal with the loss of the person, period. Yes. And, I under, and I felt her on that. I understood where she was coming from. But I think what, what she was missing in this whole conversation is she was not taken into, into consideration mm-hmm. the social and political platform mm-hmm. that is currently impacting our people. Mm-hmm. She, she totally missed that. Mm-hmm. And by missing that, she, yeah. lost, uh, mm-hmm. she, she lost today's fight. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. By not acknowledging the the greater mm-hmm. social, political, and economic situations mm-hmm. that's happening outside of her personal situation. Yeah. Right. That mm-hmm. that 
created a situation that I think uh, reflected someone who was now out of tune or not in tune with society, with, with, with the greater plight. Yeah. And this, and that is the criticism that I have of the show. Like, I'm not too sure if y'all are as enough to be no. having this conversation yeah. and have a platform. Because yeah. you probably not going to know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Wait, I really have to hear. I have not. I'll, I'll I'll have I, don't, I don't know what they talk about. And the clip came out hours. Like she, the show may have happened two hours before it went viral. So the like moment it's oh wow. Right? Yeah. The, uh, by mm-hmm. 10 a.m. it was it was up on you. People were dragging yeah. her for filth. Yeah, it was oh, almost all over. Yo, oh mm-hmm. my god. It's a, yeah, it I, was, I, I, I heard that in the clip that shit. No, I heard that other show, like other no. oh, well, well, show, so, uh, other show, shows, yeah. So where where my criticism is coming in is on other shows, you're not gonna get, um, on other shows you don't hear someone who is who sounds very knowledgeable of the times, mm. very aware of what's happening oh, right now in. In society, you don't hear someone who is forward thinking, mm-hmm. uh, someone who can who mm-hmm. can lead the conversation mm-hmm. that is that that's impactful, right? Wow. You don't hear someone that's going to ask the questions mm-hmm. that people want to know the answers to, right? And and I get it, you know, because mm-hmm. when I when I wrote what I wrote, you know, mm-hmm. others were like, well, you know, some people said, well, they're new, and you they have to grow into that space. Okay, cool. Um, the problem that I have with that is, is now the time to be growing? Like, I don't, are we in, at this point in the game, do we need somebody that's trying to learn mm-hmm. how to throw the football or do we need to put somebody in there who knows how to, you know, who knows how to throw? Because nah. I don't know if you need somebody that's going to score touchdowns. I feel you. Know? So, you need somebody that's going to score the, touch, the touchdowns. <laughs> right. That's it. Right. And, and so, and so this is, and so today's, <laughs> Right, you too late. Too late. You you right. getting recruited for one purpose? That's to score touchdowns. And and having a platform like the radio mm-hmm. in a major city like South Florida, um, is is very is very impactful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so uh, that's oh, what yeah. my concern is. Um, and yeah. today, unfortunately, prove what I was saying. Like, yo, I don't I think she's ready for this stage because here yeah. comes the revolution, and I don't know what she's talking about right now. And you know, not to, not to be funny, not to be funny. It's the same person who was racially profiled a couple of months ago at Walmart, and it was these same animals that was standing up for her. I'm just saying. That's a very good point. Mm-hmm. She was racially profiled, yeah. being followed in Walmart, and went off. And she you know, went off. Yeah, she was on social media talking about mm-hmm. you know. The racial injustices and 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 you everything. Yeah, and right. Same yeah. People, I remember the same people you call it animals. They were the ones protesting and they were the ones fighting for you. It's just she's got a lot of hurt it's, in there. That's what I'm saying. She hey, makes she makes it personal. personal like I'm, I'm, I want to I want to add. Think, yeah. Let me, let me, so so uh, my good friend who's who's also a brilliant young scholar, um, and I had a conversation today. Um, and one of the things he and I were talking about was um, 
trying to understand uh, Trina's rationale mm-hmm. when she talks, when, when she brought up the issue of her mm-hmm. friend, right? And, and I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, if this is your homegirl and she <clears> ain't got it right now, why are you up here on the radio talking about it? Mm. And wh- why are you not? That's what I like, said. Oh, you ain't you ain't got it. I got you. Yeah. Happened to your Helping story. Her. I got you. And I and I and and that was another part of what I found very disturbing is why are you having this mm-hmm. conversation on air about your friend? Like right. your friend should not have nothing you to worry about. Thank you. I said the same thing. Like she, like you should, right. you should have let all this out before you yeah. got on the air. That way, you're not on here speaking about it to the point where hey, Trick listen, can't even. Listen. He literally could not get yeah. five words listen, in. I'm gonna say something at else. Any though. moment, listen. time that he Clearly, that he opened see, up his mouth. Say about this Trina thing. Listen, listen. Go. I'm yes, sorry, I'm but Trina, had, um, <laughs> Trina gave you all of that black woman sass that you be like, see, that's oh. why I want to. She gave you all of that. That she gave you all of that. We tell you, well, you know, she don't speak for us, Adrian. No, uh, she doesn't. I get okay. that. But what I'm saying is, just, but, but you get what I'm saying. But like, I guess he's saying there, 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 there was that interaction with right? Everything, the moment Trick mm-hmm. says something, she says something. And she has something <laughs> to say back. And you can see that. And so, and, and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh. <laughs> yeah. You know what? That and, and, and <laughs> I, I and I honestly didn't yeah. really like that because I'm like, you see, this what makes the relationship between men and women difficult. And yeah. and it's already it's already is what it is, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. mm-hmm. oh, man, I have a comment like you're not even having a conversation with him, mm-hmm. giving him mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. It's one-sided. Yeah. This thing of an attitude that's just like okay. it just, it just yeah it's it's a serious turn off. It's serious. Turn-off. <laughs> yeah, that can damn. Yeah, I can damn. No, but you know what? I I think that I personally believe that there are men who are attracted to that type of woman because they uh, they view it as being strong and yeah. opinionated, and she could stand up for herself. But only like no. that is beneficial to other people, not realizing that that same behavior is going to be pointed at them mm-hmm. in an argument, and you are not going to be able to converse mm-hmm. with her when she is heightened like that because she does not yeah. have the yeah. cognition hey, oh, it's, yeah, it's yeah. Like it's at all yeah even if, even if you disagree you know what i mean you can't be like that in a relationship There's and this so is somebody i don't know if she maybe uh, yeah i don't know if maybe she acts different in a relationship yeah. i don't know but trick is pretty much your family your cousin was married to him yeah. y'all have known each other for 20 odd damn near 30 yeah. years i think or whatever and if you're if this yeah. is how you guys yeah. are they, they, they do no wonder y'all be fighting all the time strenuous it's relationship strange so they they yeah. they um but yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's, strange. it's not it's not good i don't know i i I'm not going to say it's hard to come back from this, right? Because we've seen people come back from, from far worse. Mm-hmm. But I definitely think, again, um, the time is... She's going to have to turn black girl magic. If she don't turn black girl magic, it's, it's over with. So, it's so terrible, right? Yeah. 
it's, it's the, this is Terrible. not the time to be on some. Um, and she's and then she's telling she's ready this morning that everybody but, from Miami can come. Well, hold ready on. for what? See, yeah. see, see, you just, you just, you just, you just, ah, sister. No, you don't know. Yeah. It's so much hostility. <laughs> here's the thing and that's the thing trick was trying to tell right. her hey but you know you have this they don't have that well yeah i'm sorry for the i'm sorry about the people who mm-hmm. don't work blah, blah blah oh well they're in what does the streets have to do with mm-hmm. this she had a rebuttal and she's and like each, yeah each response, i'm too. just shaking my yeah, head like yeah. this but no what are you doing? You are. Yeah. I've been quarantined to Negro, but you've been quarantined in mm. your nice house, not struggling. Their relationship you is so no strange to me, and no shame. Yeah. She gave her cousin Joy the money so... for the divorce, so <laughs> I'm. Just... <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but you know what? Let me tell you something. I feel like she experience. really was. She's gonna. She's gonna really she have to crazy. humble herself, and I think. It, Experience is the best teacher, and life is the best teacher. And the, with every experience comes a lesson, and she gonna figure now out which lesson it is this. because you can't go on the ear just chat mm-hmm. everything where you want to say. You have to. She's gonna Hard. learn from it, and hopefully, she learns the lessons Hard. that she that she needed to. And mm-hmm. she can just like Adrian says, I think she can come yeah. back from it, but she just has to be more mindful of the things that she no, says. It ain't. Right. Because you are now a on a platform. This ain't love and hip hop. It's not the same thing. This is not love and hip hop. There's no, no I, editing. I think, you literally like, have mm-hmm. to watch what no, you say. Because she almost cussed a couple times too. <laughs> they would have got deep for that. I, I they would have got deep for that on the station. Part of this. Part of that whole, um, I'm ready for South Florida. You can come and get that. That sounded so like that. That dramatic part of love and yeah. hip hop when you start when the fight is then ready to pop. Yeah, out. love and hip hop. Again, again, I that's not. I just I just firmly believe that's not the energy we need. Not right now. Time. I know everybody because even when I put that post up, there were some people who disagreed who saying, Hey, um, everything Adrian don't have to be about some um about some black people or intellectualism with that. And I and I I understand all that, but listen, I think now is the best time in our in our space to use as many platforms as possible to push our black narrative mm-hmm. because these these for, these formats have become the most have given us the most advantage in being vocal so to not capitalize mm. on that i think is very mm-hmm. it is a, is an injustice to our plight and and maybe mm-hmm. everybody doesn't want to mm-hmm. fight for that for our plight, and maybe mm-hmm. some people just want the radio to be a, a source of entertainment. But unfortunately, the lay of the land has proven that that's not what mm-hmm. it is. Not when you have other programs that you can turn to mm-hmm. for the type of education, mm-hmm. moral, mm-hmm. social, psychological, and economic support that you get from the other stations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, wow, I'm I'm done now, <laughs> Trina. I'm off the <laughs> That's no, so that good. was. 
very intellectual scale you got and her that's together. okay and getting her together does not we have to understand that getting someone together in our community yeah. does not mean cancel culture because as sherry mentioned earlier we don't have to cancel each and every person but we do need it's to hold each other accountable when we do stupid stuff we we right. do because if we don't Accountable. then we're just going to keep sweeping stuff under the rug and letting yeah. stuff slide what does that accomplish nothing it only right. makes no. us look stupid that was mm-mm, her opportunity to use we're her very, we're very unforgiving yes. to each other we can be very unforgiving to each other and that's why I said I don't believe that she should be canceled um I th- I think that she just has to learn the lesson and that's going to take time. They are like Adrian said they are a new show. They're both new on radio. So everything comes, mm-hmm. you know, you you learn as it comes, but I believe that, you know, as the black community, Mm-mm. I don't think she like, I personally don't think that she should be yeah. canceled, but make some time off the air maybe she needs mm-hmm. to go and take a breather for the rest of the week or something like that. But it also perpetuates the stigma because I also found out yes, that they are. 99 Gems is like everybody on the board is white. Oh, that so, changes things. <laughs> right. So you're Tiny. probably just feeding into what the hell thought in this, you know, in this, in the same breath. Wow. Um, and she just has to be mindful yeah. and time. It's time and experience and being less removed from reality. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. I mean, you like, know, you ain't exactly. the best. I'm still a fan, but you know, it's like someone on a post. A post that I saw earlier. Let's not. Let's not compare being intellectual with talent. We're not gonna take her talent away from her she's very talented she paved the way for a lot of rappers yes ma'am I'm on your side she whatever you're you about to say, say whatever you about to say <laughs> y'all ready to listen to well, well, we'll stay talented and, ra- and rapping we'll stay talented no, I'm, I'm, being, I'm, I'm not being facetious. I'm not being facetious. But you know, that's, that's, man, what, that's where we all can be like, uh, 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 but, but, but when it comes t- to speaking, but I'm talking about when it comes to speaking intellectual on this particular topic, then she can, then no. <laughs> then no. <laughs> But I did hear. Here's the thing, and here's here's the, here's the funny part. I also heard that her money, what she's mm-hmm. what she is being sustained hmm. on, is in the real estate realm. Not I mean, that's, music. that's okay. very relevant because you got. You I got, mean, that's, that's that money, that she makes her money from real estate. Trina is not. She's not an artist who who you're no, hearing with. Not a lot hit, of you know, for, right. she ain't making hits like that. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, but listen, regardless of, <laughs> of, of what her finances are, right now, listen, whether you got $2 to your name mm-hmm. or $200,000 to your name, I think I think there's a very clear role 
that mm-hmm. black America that, that needs to be played by people who have a platform to be able to speak yeah. um, in, in, yeah. in black America. And I think yeah. um, it's mm-hmm. to it, it's an injustice to ourselves if we do not do more when we have these platforms. And um, so, so I mean, Trina, Trina, Trina Money, I, you know, mm-hmm. I hear less. You know what I mean? So, just is what it is. Yeah. All right. I agree. Mm. Yeah, like we were, you know, saying, I think we said it last night too, mm-hmm. like, proper, like, use your celebrity. You know what I mean? Like, you could really draw in that attention. You know what I'm saying? Being that you have that sort of platform, and it's what is but it? What thing, harm is it going to do? Trina don't have any history You're of doing... being that type of person, yeah. right? You know that other so maybe we asking her more than what she can do. Right, right. that's what yeah. I was getting ready to say. What you use your celebrity or not, or don't use it at all. Yeah, exactly. It's so this above her pay grade. At the end of the day. <laughs> Trina, nor Oprah, or Gail King, or anybody yeah. else have to speak for me. I'm just saying. Hey, where, where, where's Gail King? I ain't heard from Warren from them yet, though. <laughs> but they don't. They don't no, have brought up for any of Jesus. us. We haven't heard a word from Oprah or Gail, have we? We have not. We're, At we all. Don't, the thing is, we don't have to. We never do, though. We all we? have. Look how much look how much movement we made off of blackout tuesday by ourselves imagine if we just all unite and use our social platforms for good for the same goal we can we can do a lot of damage the people call out for celebrities to make a stand and these celebrities are in their bed signing checks that's all they got to do just sign checks and wave their money but at the end of the day they can speak out but they don't have to it's up to them i mean it's a plus if they do because they have that platform where people listen to them people follow them people you know take their word as the bible is exactly they have money to start though we don't we don't have the funds like they do but <laughs> Off of one hashtag, Blackout Tuesday, look how much movement we made. And that's a powerful thing. Yeah. Very powerful. You're you're exactly correct. Exactly correct. Right. <laughs> I stupid I stupid you're stupid. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> Trina, you're gonna come back from this. I, I truly do believe that you know you are you can't be canceled out of the african-american community like that the opposite of your well-being like you cannot you need your you black come out with name bar too. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know now then all right what <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for participating tonight. This was, this was definitely informative. Thank you so much, Adrian, um, the guest speaker tonight. 
you yeah. definitely hit some pointers that I know we're going to talk about tomorrow. Thank you for having me. It's, um, it's always like, um, a pleasure, and I'm grateful to be considered. So thank you. Yeah. Okay. Not a problem. All right, guys. Well, say your prayers Woo-hoo. tonight, and thank you so much for participating. God is love. Yes, and I'll see y'all on Facebook tomorrow. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>